It's story time here on the Vagina Dialogues. And today I'm going to tell you a story about an uptight vagina. As vagina owners, many of us have at some stage on our sexual journey experienced painful sex for a host of different reasons. But today, I'd like to dive into a condition that is rarely the topic of dinner conversation, but is suffered mostly in silence by approximately one in five women worldwide. Vaginismus is a condition where the muscles in the vagina wall involuntarily tighten, making sexual intercourse or even tampon use painful or impossible. It can be a source of distress and discomfort for all of those who experience it. Jasmine Carmen is one such vagina owner whose own journey with vaginismus led her to dedicate her professional life to helping people discover their sexuality, pleasure and sexual power as an intimacy coach and today she shares her story of hope, resilience and healing with us all. It's our hope that for women searching for answers that you find this inspiring, informative and empowering and it helps in some small way to push you on to a more comfortable, confident and pleasurable sex life. There can be a range of different causes for vaginismus, but I start by asking Jasmine about her own personal experience, which led to her diagnosis. And that was caused uh, primarily from an accident that I had when I was nine years old. Right. But then also um, because I was part of Christianity growing up, the culture around sex was very negative, And so it put a bit of a, I guess, a damper on my expectation of sex. Sure, yeah, yeah, and I guess introduced a little bit of mind games into into that equation as well, I'm guessing, yep. um, yes, from your point right. of view. So, so a psychological block. Yes, exactly, that's right. And it's interesting because when it comes to sex education, often girls in particular are told that, you know, sex is great, sex is, is wonderful, but, you know, when you have sex, penetrative sex specifically for the first time, it's probably going to hurt. Yes. And, and that is very common, but that's actually, that actually shouldn't be happening. Right. So the old adage that when we're having sex for the first time and our hymen is broken, it's actually not normal for that to hurt. The idea that um, first time sex should hurt isn't correct. Right. And what actually happens if there is pain, often it's because there's not enough lubricant involved. And so there's a lot of friction being on, on the inside of your vagina. Right. And, and the idea that even that you might bleed the first time that you have sex because you're, I've got air quotes going here for yes. your hymen breaking. Yeah. It's actually from internal tears because you've had probably too much friction from the first time and not enough lubricant to actually make it a pleasurable experience. Okay. That has really flipped my thinking and I'm sure a lot of people out there as well because that has been exactly what has been touted to girls the first time that they have sex, that it, it is going to hurt and it is going to be uh, a little bit of a traumatic experience. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and, and that's just, I mean, that's just due to the, the generations before us also just not really having enough knowledge and what they've been taught. So they just keep passing down information to us on what they know. And then, you know, the next generation tries to do better next time. 
And so you can, there are lots of different ways that you can experience pain. So whether it's your first time or not, you might feel like you, there's a wall when you're, when you're attempting penetration mm-hmm. or it might feel like tearing or a sharp pain or even like a stinging feeling. Um, and they're all symptoms of different kinds of painful sex. Mm, okay. That, that shouldn't be experienced. And there are many ways that you can resolve this. I mean, one of the most common ones is, is the first question is, like I mentioned earlier, are you using enough lubricant? You mm. know, like, is it, are, you dr- having dr- are you dry? You know, is that why it's painful? Um, and sometimes that's, that can be the case because also we're not really taught that using heaps of lubricant is okay. It's interesting, isn't it? I'm thinking back to my sex ed that I had in school uh, when you're saying all of this. And we talk a lot about the mechanics of sex and this goes here and this is what happens and the ovum releases an egg and blah, blah, blah. But I think the idea that it's pleasurable and and a, a bonding experience and that sort of thing is glossed over and that is what can make it wonderful if we don't have that, I guess, shame around sex or that those head games around sex and we can relax into it. But in your experience, so you experienced vaginismus and how did you go about uh, treating that yourself? Okay, so my first step was to – I went and saw my GP – and shared my concerns of what I'd been experiencing. Now, I actually put up with this experience for about six years before I went and saw a doctor because mm-hmm. I had an incredible amount of shame around it. Mm. And I didn't feel like I had anyone that I could talk to about it. And so it was something that uh, my husband and I just sort of, we pushed under the rug um, until, I don't know, obviously I just got to a point where I was felt strong enough to tackle it. And so I went and saw my my GP and shared with her what was going on. Um, And she was really lovely, really gentle, and she validated everything that I was feeling. And I want to just highlight that that's really important because a lot of women, when they go and see their doctor, they get told, well, maybe you just need to relax more or maybe you need to just have some wine and that'll help you, you know, enjoy it better. Mm. And that's completely like just not acknowledging what that person is going through and so if if there is someone and you have gone to see a doctor before go and find a better doctor yeah <laughs> because you want a doctor that's going to validate everything that you're feeling and take it seriously and help you to be able to resolve what is going on yes absolutely mm. so i went and saw my gp she was fantastic and what she did next was she referred me to a pelvic floor physiotherapist. Okay. I didn't know there was such a thing. There you go. There is. Wow. And they're fantastic. <laughs> Everybody should see a pelvic floor physiotherapist at least once in your life because our pelvis is actually really incredible. And what goes on in our pelvis, like I got totally re-educated on my pelvis and I was like, oh my goodness, how did I not know all this? Mm. <laughs> so I went and saw a pelvic floor physiotherapist. And that was my main source of treatment um, to cure my vaginismus. Right. And what was involved was like pelvic floor exercises. Um, Often we hear about women doing their kegels to tighten where I'm trying to do the opposite. 
to relax. Yep. I'm I'm trying to relax. So I was anything that was like I I didn't do any ab work d- during this time. Anything that would cause my pelvic floor to like tense up or tighten, I was not doing any of it. But what I was doing was focusing on making my pelvic floor learn how to relax and how to release and not hold tension. I love it. Okay. Yeah. Who knew that there was those resources available? Yeah, it's 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 so fantastic. And honestly, like as sucky as my experience was, it's opened a whole new world for me. And pelvic floor physiotherapists do so much, especially for women. Um, even you know, a lot of women might experience painful sex after they've had a baby because their pelvic floor has gone through a massive change. And it's not the same as it was before. And so a pelvic floor physiotherapist is great for that as well, to help after you've had a baby and help to look at how things are and maybe there's maybe you do need to tighten up or maybe you still do need to relax more. So go and see a pelvic floor physiotherapist and just get a general pelvic floor check because it's just good to bring awareness to that area of our body. I love it. I love that. And look, you know, it. you are right. It has opened up a, a new door for you and led you on this path with conscious mm. sexuality. Yeah. And I do need to tell you that this is a subject that before I met you, I hadn't heard a lot about. I had heard yeah. the term, but I didn't realise how common it was and I just happened to be talking to a friend of mine and I was talking about you and having you on the show and she said yes I'm familiar with Jasmine because I suffer with vaginismus Mm -hmm. and she has helped me out so much and I this is someone that I consider to be a very very close friend and I had no idea yeah so what you're doing is amazing for women and really bringing awareness to this and that it is something that you can treat. You don't have to put up with it. There are treatment options available and, yep. yeah, it's um, it's can be a whole new world of sexuality as, as you have discovered. That's right, exactly. And a lot of people that experience this can really feel like they're sexuality has been taken away from them because often we equate sexuality with sex. Yes. Um, And so for for those who are going through something like this, you're probably not having sex and so you might really feel that you don't have a sexuality but our sexuality isn't tied to whether we are actively having sex or not. You can be a totally sexual person and express yourselves in ways that make you feel sexual but you don't have to be having sex to qualify for that. If you're experiencing discomfort or pain during vaginal penetration or inserting a tampon, if you have the inability to have sex or a pelvic exam due to vaginal muscle spasms or pain, or you're experiencing painful intercourse, seek some help and support. Now, your GP may recommend one of the following treatments that focus on reducing the reflex of your muscles that causes them to tense up. Treatments also address anxieties or fears that contribute to vaginismus. Your healthcare provider may recommend topical therapies such as lidocaine or compounded creams that may help with the pain associated with this condition. As Jasmine talked about, a pelvic floor physical therapy session is a game changer and was for her that will teach you how to relax your pelvic floor muscles. A vaginal dilator They're tube-like devices that come in various sizes and their primary purpose is to stretch the vagina. People with vaginismus use dilators to become more comfortable with and less sensitive to vaginal penetration. 
The provider may also recommend first applying the topical numbing cream to the outside of the vagina to make insertion easier. And finally, cognitive behavioural therapy helps you to understand your thoughts and how they affect what's going on in your body. A sex therapist can also be extremely helpful too with helping you to discover your pleasure again or a sex coach like Jasmine has become. Jasmine is living proof that people who suffer with vaginismus can be cured with the right treatment and go on to have fulfilling, passionate and pleasurable sex lives. If you'd like to connect with Jasmine, you can find her on Instagram at Conscious Sexuality. I'm Louise Wilkinson, and this has been The Vagina Dialogues.